When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I. Alyssa Smith is my name where we're bringing you the latest in Racing Queensland news. Sam, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too, Liz. It's always a pleasure to see your face and... um, I'm confident in saying, you know, I came in here this week uh, with a winner last weekend. So the spirits are high. Do you know what? You didn't even wait for me to ask that question. <laughs> you did, did you want to pick that up? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pumping my own tyres up over here. That. Well, you did indeed because you had a great run on Saturday at Eagle Farm. Iron Grace. Yeah, so Iron Grace has been a bit of an enigma to me. So this was her fresh up run uh, this prep. Um Last time in, I mean, a couple of the boys that do the show earlier on, Pat and Heels and Sammy Highland, I'm sure that they um, will tell you the frustration this horse has caused me because I know <laughs> she's caused many punters frustration as well as myself because she just seems to always run a blinder and just manage to find as much bad luck as you can possibly find in a race. So this time in, I haven't actually had a sit on her since last preparation, which... Um, you know, that's not uncommon, um, but she'd drawn well. I was able to actually ride her a lot closer to speed than she normally gets, which made my job a heck of a lot easier. And I still managed to find, you know, a little bit of traffic problems up the straight with the favourite end up sort of wobbling around in front of me, but she was able to get the job done. And, um, yeah, there were many happy people on course and I was one of them. You're one of them, <laughs> hey? Uh, I love that. What did you do to celebrate? Well, I didn't do much um, because I had races on Sunday mm-hmm. and with the meeting obviously being abandoned last Friday with that awful weather we had, yes. um, uh, the Sunshine Coast meeting got washed out on the Friday and they added a few of those races uh, to the Sunday card instead. So we had a 10 race card on Sunday, which was a busy day for everyone involved. Um, and so, yes, it was business as usual for me. I ended up having the four rides left all spread out through the day on Sunday and um, yeah, so that was me. No celebrating. No celebrating, <laughs> waiting in the stables, just waiting to go right in the jockey's room. Yeah, pretty much. It's um, You just sort of turn the page. Like It's nice to be able to allow yourself sort of five minutes to be like, pat yourself on the back. That was a great job. Or five minutes to maybe reassess what didn't go right um, and just move on from there. That's always a, an approach that I've tried to take when it's come to riding, like things going well and also not going so well. Like you say, for punters, there's plenty of highs and lows, but for jockeys as well, how much confidence does a win like that give you? Oh, it certainly does, but it's more, for me, in this instance, it was a lot of um, satisfaction Mm. more than anything because of, you know, she's a horse I'd ridden quite a few times and knew a lot about her and I really wanted to get a winner on her last prep and things just didn't go right. So it was nice that I was able to repay the owners and Scotty Morrissey, who trains the mare, you know, with a win on her because, you know, they all deserved that and... um, yeah, it was just 
Good for the morale. Good for the morale. <laughs> good, good for the owners. Yeah. Good for everyone good for all around. Well, another person who had a win on the weekend was trainer James Healy. He is our guest this week. Yes, looking forward to talking to James. He's um, just an absolute ray of sunshine. I'm sure he'll um, tell you that himself. But <laughs> yeah, looking forward to talking to him about his winner, uh, yes, on Sunday. Yeah, let's bring him in. James, thanks for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop. Anytime. <laughs> Where can we find you this lovely Friday morning? Um, just in the car now, driving back uh, from Brisbane. Uh, no naps here. No, no rest for the wicked, right? Some other people, but um, yeah, no rest. When you do it all yourself, it's, uh, it's a long game. You're born and bred in Brisbane. Where did your love of horses begin? Um. My late grandfather, he, he trained a couple himself, and it probably wasn't until I was later on in high school I sort of gained an interest for them and um, started going in on weekends, working for Liam Birchley and, you know, sort of learning the ropes a little bit there. And I uh, went to uni, absolutely hated it. And still and, um, you know, I thought, why not give a few horses a go? And that sort of led to working in Brisbane there full time and then um, eventually moving down south with uh, Kieran Maher and being foreman for him for a good three and a half years until COVID hit and then thought I'd come back and have a go myself and here we are now. It's always interesting for me to hear where people in the industry, like where they've started from and what sort of sparked their love for racing. Like some of us have been in the industry of born and bred. For me, I don't think there was any other option than to be a part of it, but it's it's funny a sport to get into because, like you said, you, you did have someone who was involved in it, but you got away from it for a bit and then sort of came back around. Has there been any times where you thought, maybe this is just not the industry for me? Yeah, plenty of times as a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's more lows and highs, and um, I'm sort of one that that's something probably I have to work on is, um, you know, getting down on myself a lot and, um, you know, you just got to think ahead and think towards the, the future and not in the past. You know, tomorrow is always a new day. And, um, yeah, like I said, there's, there's way more lows than highs, but you just got to ride the, ride the wave, so to speak. So what is it about the industry that keeps you going? I just love horses, you know. I sort of go by the motto that you got to love the horse first and love the game second. And, um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how I, I play it out and, you know, when you get a winner, it's, it's you know, no matter where it is, you know, it could be out the country or it could be anywhere and, you know, you still get the same thrill. And, you know, I had an owner say to me the other day, you know, this is the best feeling in the world. You, you just can't beat it. Yeah, I, and I can sort of vouch for that. Like for me, riding for, you know, maybe yourself, you're kind of like a boutique trainer, I guess you would say. You've only got um, a small team of horses in work and there are horses there. Obviously, your winner on Sunday. Um, differential was a horse that you haven't always had. Talk to us a little bit about how this horse came about into your stable and you know what you've had to do to get the result with him on Sunday because I was sitting there watching the race with a few of the other jocks and he was given poor old Ryan Maloney a hell of a hard ride and um, <laughs> it takes a fair bit out of a horse and a jockey to be you know having a tussle with your a tussle with your partner pretty much the whole way and he still won decisively in the end. So it was a really you know, massive training effort for you. But he's obviously not the easiest horse, you know, to train. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about the horse and how he came about. 
Yeah, so I've got a, a few horses now for first flight racing. Um, they're becoming very good supporters of, of my stable, and it's um, you know it's, I'm really grateful for them to giving me a go. You normally see their name up in headlights with you know the bigger trainers down the eastern coast, and um, you know it's a great privilege to be training for them. And um, you know I sort of like these sorts of horses that I get off other people. You know you just got to sort of work them out for yourself. And what I do is sort of take all like just start start from scratch take all their gear off and and do everything like that but you know i, I really got to give a, a lot of credit to robbie heath cody not often you get another fellow trainer um advising the ownership group to to give another trainer a go with him and that's exactly what he did and you know he showed um you know great humility in um giving me a go and um very thankful for the ownership group to, to sending him to me and you know he's a horse that's as Rob said, he always has had so much ability, but, you know, it's upstairs in his mind that's really let him down. And um, you just really sort of have to be hands-on with him. I, I don't work him very hard. I just, you know, sort of take the easy way out with him. Like, um, not so much the horse taking the easy way out, but me just taking the easy option in, in working him. And he doesn't gallop a hell of a lot. And sort of just keeping him in the right mind space and, um, getting into the races, uh, you know, in the right headspace, and he was really, really good on Saturday. Although he did over race very bad, I sort of kicked the ground and said he can't win. Um, and then for a horse to, to over race like he did and and to let down like he did, you know, you don't really see it that often. And that's probably the, the ability coming out in him, and he's got so much more improvement left in him. That was off the back of one jump out and three weeks between the jump out and the race so um, the improvement to come is um, uh, I don't know where the ceiling is with him to be honest. It's very exciting and like you said earlier you know you start pretty much fresh with a horse like that so you've taken all the gear off we're talking about like the blinkers and whatever other bits of gear you know another trainer might have tried so you're pretty much trying to start with a fresh you know clean slate with the horse and try and figure out for yourself what might work from obviously you say he's been at Heathcote's um Eagle Farm very busy place you being a bit of a small more hands-on trainer can certainly give horses like that um you know you can be a little bit more one-on-one with them give them that little bit more time like you said try and figure out what's going on in his head because at the end of the day a horse that's you know happy in its headspace generally puts that onto the racetrack yeah, for sure. Like, um, obviously, only having eight in work, I, I spend nearly every minute of every day with them. So I know what they like and what they don't like. And, you know, this horse is he's probably one of the more challenging ones I've, I've come across. He's, he's very busy and, you know, you'd be giving him a cuddle one day, uh, one minute, and the next minute he's giving you the biggest headbutt you've ever seen. And, you know, you, you just can't get angry at him because he just doesn't, he doesn't take it. And, um, you just have to reassure him and once he gets that reassurance he, he takes that step forward you know and um, that win on, on Sunday it'll do him the world of good for his confidence I gave him a nice trot in Canada there on Tuesday morning and he walked around like he owned the place and <laughs> tells me he's taken a lot of benefit from, from uh, getting a, a nice kill on the weekend so um, look forward to seeing him step out again in two weeks I was just about to ask you, what do you do in those situations where you talk about reassuring the horse? What do you do to be able to do that and to make them feel secure and safe? Uh, just sort of like playing into their hands, 
sort of thing and not taking them out of their comfort zone. Um, you know, you, I sort of take a good two weeks to sort of really work them out and um, just work them accordingly. And uh, he, he didn't like one box that he was in, so I moved into another one that he loved. And you know, he gets along with the horses next door to him. He's just that sort of horse. He's really weird, and um, you know, I love that about him. And um, once he screws his head on and knuckles down, he's it's uh, going to be a pretty exciting galloper, but I'm in no rush to really step him up in grade. I just want him to build that confidence and, you know, more so not winning confidence, but in the run where he can he can settle and uh, really race tractably. And, you know, you, you probably see a three to four length better horse if he, if he can get that, you know. Well, it sounds like you might need to call my manager and book me for the ride next start, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> if it we doesn't get... Bengal, my day, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so just before we let you go, um, yeah, tell us about your runners over the weekend. Yeah, I got Irish Morty in probably at Toowoomba or Sunny Coast Sunday with just very frustrating with the weather around. She hates the wet track. She really needs a hard track. Um, she's been going pretty well she won really well first up and then she's just been a length or two off them and um, took it to town last start I thought she was a really good chance on the bigger track and the hard ground but sort of got tightened up the room there and, and stuck back out of it and she's probably three to four lengths off the second last horse and hit the line strong but I just don't think she runs out of strong 1200 she really needs to, everything to go her way uh, but back to the 1100 or the thousand this week with the blinkers on the first time I, I think if we can find a good track, should be uh, should be hard to beat. Oh, very exciting! Well, all the very best, and um, yes, well, I know I'll just make sure my manager chases up that ride. That ride. Just uh, James, Sam's texting her manager right now to try and get on that ride. James, thanks so much for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop. We really appreciate it. We'll be keeping an eye um, on your horses, on your rides for this weekend. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. James Healy there. So, Sam, waiting for your manager to call you back. I know. I'm just – watch this space. (laughs) Let's call it Jay Healy differential next start. I love it. I love it. We'll (laughs) stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop. We'll have all of the racing Queensland news coming up after the break. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au and imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop on SEN Track. It's great to have you with us. Sam, this weekend, where can we see you riding? So, uh, I had a races at Kilcoy yesterday and I've got today off. I feel like I've said this a few times lately, but yeah. a few Fridays off. You're sucking off a bit of a lady of leisure. I know. I know. <laughs> My house will be so clean. How the other half live. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I'll be at Doombin tomorrow. Obviously, we see the dual prelude races um, there at Doombin tomorrow which is very exciting some really nice horses going around there and then back at the sunshine coast for races on sunday you love the sunny coast don't you yeah i do the poor sunny coast though they've really copped a hard time with the weather of late they did a really good job last weekend and um having those additional races added to their card obviously it ended up being a a 10 race program Mm. so uh, they're doing a very good job it's not been easy for anyone you know all the clubs of late with all the rain they've had trying to you know do the best with the circumstances 
it's hard, isn't it, with um, dealing with weather, not just yeah. for the track, but the jockeys and the horses and everyone involved. It Very frustrating. On, yeah, uh, this weekend, uh, well, later on today, actually, we've got racing in Mackay in the country. And then uh, tomorrow, as you mentioned, Doombin, where you'll be racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, racing also continues at the Aquas Park Gold Coast Poly Track. We know it was moved from today to tomorrow. Yep. And then there's a night meet as well at Toowoomba uh, later on this evening. And then at Rockhampton as well. In the country, there's racing at Gunda Windy, Blackall and Mount Isa and Mareeba are far north as well. And then it all wraps up at the Sunshine Coast. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Hopefully plenty of winners. Yes, <laughs> you want a repeat of last weekend. Yeah, I do. I've got some really nice rides tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that as always. It's, um, you know, Saturday racings, Metro in town, always exciting times. The dual prelude is obviously, you know, it's a big meeting um, coming up in a few weeks' time. I'm always looking forward to that. So, yeah, and hopefully a bit more sunshine would be nice. That would be amazing and people, I'm <laughs> sure, <laughs> dealing with racing would love that too. Yeah. When you say you're looking forward to, um, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, what are you looking forward to? Um, I've got a couple of nice horses coming up. There's mm. The thing with the two-year-olds in the dual racing, um, you know, there's a long time, 24 hours is a long time, uh, in horse racing for young horses especially. So um, Fields are more, obviously. Philly of Lee Friedman's I've had a bit to do with. She looks like a really promising sort. Mashani Crown, I've got to try and, you know, I always make the right choice. So yeah. but talking about the girls, I just want a little shout out to all the girls that rode winners last Saturday at um, Eagle Farm. The girls, girl jocks took out five of the nine races. How good. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah, really good. Good for the morale in the girls' room. Yeah, I reckon. Hey, just on um, Mashani, you've ridden a few of the Mashani horses now too, haven't you? I do. I'm part of Team Lizaros Racing now, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Sam, can't wait to see you uh, out on the track on or later. Well, you got today off, but later on the weekend, that is for sure. Thanks for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. Queensland News Racing, the action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.